Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Geek News Daily Podcast, your source for the daily top technology headlines. This is episode number 25 for Wednesday, February 27th, 2008. The EU has slapped a $1.35 billion fine on Microsoft for failing to comply with the 2004 order to supply interoperability data for its products with its competitors. This now brings the f- final total to $2.5 billion. The European Commission Commissioner, Neely Croes said of Microsoft's last-minute overture last week, We don't want to talk, we want compliance. If you cheat the rules, you will be caught. This is the first time the EU has ever issued a fine for failure to comply with an order. Sony has announced it's shipping a, it'll, it will be shipping a PS3 bundle with Metal Gear Solid 4. Besides the game, it will include an 80 gigabyte system and a one DualShock 3 controller at the price of 4.99. The bundle is expected to ship on June 12th. According to a paper in the most recent issue of the journal Emotion, first-person shooter deaths provide sweet relief to victims. A study of a group of Finnish college students who played the James Bond 007 Nightfire game showed that those who get high scores are impulsive, sadistic, hostile, aggressive, unemotional, and lacking in empathy. They also tend to find media portrayals of violence amusing rather than disturbing. Being killed or being killed and killing both triggered an emotional response. Wounding and killing an opponent elicited, elicited anxiety, anger, or both. In contrast, subjects com- appear to respond positively to being killed. The authors note two potentially positive aspects of the study. One, there's no drop in emotional response to death events over time, suggesting that there's not a general desensitization to violence during er, during violent gaming. Second, the fact that wounding or killing an opponent elicited a negative and not a positive emotional response might be reassuring. Ars Technica has a good summary of the paper, which you can find at the link in the show notes. Pakistan has lifted its ban on YouTube. YouTube was unblocked after cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad were removed. Pakistan officials also stated that the worldwide outage was unintentional. The cartoons were called highly profane and sacrilegious footage that were offensive to Islam. Microsoft has launched a glitch, has fixed a glitch with the Windows Live identification program that shut users out of email accounts and other online services Tuesday. While the glitch didn't seem to affect those already logged in, those who weren't logged into their email, messenger, Xbox Live, or other service were unable to do so for several hours. Although they did not say what caused the problem, Microsoft said in a statement, We work to identify the issue and have restored full, normal operation to all of our customers. There is no danger of data loss or data compromise. It's important to note that the security and privacy of our customers were at no time compromised as a result of the issue. iPhone users have a reason to rejoice. A new service called MoFuse will will take a website and instantly create a mobile version of it. Sparing the, sparing the development cost of doing so by hand. When iPhone users browse to MoFuse mobile version of a site, which can be placed, 
placed at a subdomain, they will be presented a nicely formatted version of, for their handheld device. If you want an advanced version of your website for the iPhone, you still have to do it yourself, but with many people, especially bloggers, this service works quite well. In another Microsoft story, they have purchased the Israeli ad-targeting software startup Yadata for a price between 20 and 30 million dollars. Yadata makes analytics software for marketers to help them micro-segment consumers. Yadata will be folded into Microsoft's Israeli R&D center and its product will be sold through Microsoft's Advertiser and Publishing Solutions Group. And for our final story of the day, it looks like the iPhone SDK delay was true. Apple is, has planned an event at its Cupertino campus on March 6th for the unveiling of the iPhone SDK. The mail also includes a reference to some exciting new enterprise features. I guess we'll find out what we can really do with the iPhone on March the 6th. This is all the news I have for today. Well, the Global Geek News blog has a new format and address. You can check it out by going to globalgeeknews.com and clicking on blog. Stay tuned for an announcement regarding the launch of the Geek Podcasting Network. Check back tomorrow for more of the top technology headlines. Comments or suggestions for the podcast can be sent to pcnerd37 at geeknewsdaily.com. For, Ge for Geek News Daily, I'm your host, Jeremy Bray. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check us out at www.geeknewsdaily.com for show information.